Welcome to the Self-Growth Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Marie, a courage coach, creative soul, and adventure seeker. Since thru-hiking the Pacific Crest Trail in 2019, I'm on a mission to help you embrace your most confident self so you can achieve your dreams too. If you're eager for deep conversations, big questions, and meaningful connections, join me on the quest to discovering how we can create a more magical and memorable life. Hello, nerds! How are you? I am so good. Today, I want to do something I've never done before with this podcast, and it's sharing a best hit. Sharing with you one of the episodes that I have created in the past that has gotten the most, no, the biggest number of downloads. That's been the most impactful. You know, this is a podcast episode 91, so it's been a long time. So if you've come around recently, you might not have heard the first few episodes. And if you've been there from the very beginning, you probably heard this one that I'm going to share today a long time ago, and I'm sure you will benefit from hearing it again. This is an episode about overcoming laziness and lack of motivation. I think the timing is great with days getting shorter and we get less sunlight, we might have less energy and find it much more challenging to get up and keep making progress towards our goals. So this is a pep talk for you in this season. So give it up for Marie from the past. Hello nerds, how are you feeling today? I'm good, although last week I was feeling strangely lazy. I was finding it hard to do simple things like bringing myself to the shower or washing the dishes or even picking up my dirty socks on the floor. I had a lot of work to do in my business, but I felt so heavy. My brain just refused to cooperate for the simplest of things, and I wondered why. Then I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's recently launched her business as well. She was telling me about how she's not sure whether she's strong enough to carry the weight and that she sometimes feels too weak or too lazy for all the work that this new venture requires. I think we can all relate to this feeling of heaviness that slows us down. Sometimes we take that lack of motivation as a sign that we're not heading down the right direction. So we go looking for something else that's going to light us up more. We get all excited about the potential happiness that this new thing could bring us. And then eventually, we lose track of the excitement again and wonder what the hell is wrong with us. Picking up new things and giving them up. Stuck in a cycle between excitement and boredom. So I've decided to observe this concept and have identified four types of laziness or lack of motivation where they come from, and how we can get moving again when we're stuck in that feeling of heaviness. So, are you ready? Well, no, I don't feel like it. (laughs) Stop being lazy, and let's get started. The first type of quote-unquote laziness that I see is when people are living a life that's not aligned with their core values. When I was an employee in a design studio and working five days a week, I felt very unmotivated to get moving in the morning because this job wasn't me. Freedom in variety 
are very important to me and no matter how much I tried to rationalize, I couldn't ignore the truth. What motivated me and what pushed me out the door was my loyalty to people I respected. But in my opinion, this kind of exterior motivation is not enough in the long term. So if this is you and this laziness you feel comes from the fact that the thing you have to do doesn't feel like you, it doesn't seem aligned with who you are, the first thing is to identify what's most important to you that is missing in your current situation. In other words, which one of your needs is unmet? Is it your need for connection, for stability, for contribution maybe, for recognition, for variety, for evolution? Once you've identified the needs that are not fulfilled, take the responsibility back into your own hands And look at how you can find ways to fulfill them better. You don't necessarily need to leave the situation that creates the feeling of laziness and the lack of motivation in you. Actually, if you do leave without doing this work first, you might never learn to fulfill your unmet needs on your own. And always repeat the cycle of expecting exterior circumstances to be in complete alignment with who you are. If I take my 9-to-5 job as an example... Answering my desire for freedom might come in the form of a more exciting life outside of work. If you feel like your job is a high-stress one and you crave more stability, perhaps that's going to take the shape of a quieter schedule on the weekends. These examples are career-oriented, but what about lacking the motivation to do house chores, for example? I experience a ton of laziness in this area of my life, especially when it comes to laundry because the repetitiveness of it bores me. My need for variety is once again unmet. So what do I do? I listen to podcasts while I do it, or I call a friend. For you, the reason might be different. Perhaps you don't feel like emptying the dishwasher because no one will notice. Then it's your need for recognition that goes unmet. So how can you go about recognizing yourself? Sometimes I've planned lots of activities on the weekend and when I wake up on Saturday, I feel super lazy about the plans I've made. It used to make me feel guilty because I made it mean that I didn't really want to see my friends and that I was just a couch potato. But often it was just that I'd been working all week and didn't take into consideration that I would need time to rest. Yes, I do love variety, but I also crave calm and peacefulness. And now that I know this about myself, I can plan accordingly, say no to more things, and make sure I have moments to hang out on the sofa reading a book. When you know your core values and your main needs, you can choose a job, a partner, a home, plan a weekend or a trip or a wedding that's truly aligned with who you are. Now, the second type of laziness comes from a lack of clarity. Lack of clarity about what needs to be done next and how to do it. Or from a feeling of overwhelm. Overwhelm is created by misplaced focus and thus creates a lack of clarity. So it's kind of like a vicious circle. This kind of laziness occurs when your eyes are on the end goal or the potential obstacles you'll meet along the way, rather than where you are now and what the next logical baby step is. 
When I was on the PCT, I experienced laziness in the morning when we had a lot of mileage to cover and the end seemed so far out of reach. I just didn't want to get up out of bed sometimes. Or if I'd been hiking for what felt like hours and the GPS said I'd only hiked a mile. That made me want to lie on the side of the trail and become a part of the landscape. Kind of like ordering a giant burrito and not knowing how to go about eating it. You almost feel full just looking at it and how is it even going to fit in one single belly? When the task in front of you looks like a big mountain, it's normal to feel tired just thinking about reaching the summit. Laziness here is the result of an error in thinking. We think about reaching the summit instead of thinking about climbing just a little higher. The future instead of the present. It's so much more appealing to think of ourselves on the summit than it is to think about the next grueling mile. As a metaphor yet again, but this applies to all of our projects. You want to move countries, build a house, get a master's degree, transition to a new career, whatever. Sometimes the motivation isn't there because there's too much to do, you don't know what to focus on next, and the reward is so distant. In those moments, you need to make a plan that's divided in lots of small actions and add them to your calendar, not to a messy to-do list. Then you need to learn to focus on the one thing that needs to be done in the present and find ways to celebrate small victories. There's just no secret to it. Many people think that planning is boring and they don't want to be constrained by a strict schedule. But guys, a strict schedule can be so freeing if you know yourself well enough to plan according to your own needs and if you can trust decisions that your past self has made. It's freeing because you don't have to waste energy deciding what comes next And suddenly you're just free to enjoy the ride while the GPS tells you where to go next. Divided thinking and doing leads to overwhelm, which leads to inaction. And that's not what we want. And once you get started, you eventually gain momentum and find excitement again. But beware, you will hit other phases of boredom, where you get to the middle of a project and the end is still so far out of sight. This is completely normal. When it happens, you get to review your action plan, realign if needed, and most importantly, remember why the hell you're doing this in the first place. Which brings me to the third type of laziness. One that shows up when you don't have a meaningful reason to move forward. You've forgotten why you have taken this journey in the first place, and why the task you are meant to do is important to you. My partner Ollie is in his last year of a four-year mechanical engineering degree. He has ADHD and he hates studying. He's a number seven also for those of you who know the Enneagram, and they're the most loving, adventurous people, but they struggle to sit down and do something that's not fun. Thankfully, he's the kind of person in high school that would get A's in everything without even trying while I spent my whole weekends with my head buried in my books. But I don't know if you've ever seen the formulas that they work on in engineering, but they're like pages long. So I think that eventually some concepts are just too complex for his natural intelligence to be able to catch up. He has to study. And in those moments, the lack of motivation hits hard. 
he literally falls asleep in the middle of the day because his brain just doesn't want to do it. What helps put things in perspective in those moments is finding a meaningful reason to get moving. Some people get motivated by inspiration. What will happen if you do the thing? And others are more motivated by fear. What might happen if you don't do the thing? So Ollie could either tell himself, I need to study because I want to be able to have a well-paid job that allows me to afford epic adventures, get a sailboat and travel the world. Or he could tell himself, I need to study because otherwise I will fail and have to take the class again. And God, that would be so awful. (laughs) I often try to motivate him via inspiration because that's how I roll. But I know now that the latter is more likely to get him moving. Everyone's different. What works best for you in one situation might not work in another. Get to know yourself and what gets you moving. Do you clean your house thinking about how calm and serene you will feel afterwards or because you don't want your visitors to judge you? Do you go food shopping thinking about the amazing dinner you're going to cook or about how hungry you're going to be if you don't go? Sometimes if the thing you're feeling lazy about is important to you, you'll have to consciously work on making your reason more meaningful. When I need to do boring business tasks, I think about how proud I will be down the line when my systems are automated and I'm financially independent. I also think about how disappointed I would feel about myself if I don't reach my financial goal and have to go back to a regular job. Inspiration and fear can also work together, as long as what comes up is meaningful to you. The last type of laziness is the most vicious. It's the one fueled by fear. It shows up in my life when I have things to do that are new and require a high level of exposure and discomfort. When I'm giving a talk for the first time, for example, and I want to do a really good job. When the risk of failure and embarrassment is high. Laziness in those moments is a way to protect myself from what's hiding into the unknown. Let's say you got to ask for a promotion. It's scary because they might say no and you might feel humiliated or disrespected. But they might also say yes and then you might be afraid about how your colleagues will react. Will they be jealous? Will they think you think you're better than them? All these fears are heavy and can easily steal all your motivation to go ask for that promotion if you're not careful. Here's some more examples. Someone asks for the price of your artwork and you take forever to reply because you're afraid that they might think it's too high and that you're a bad person for asking so much money. You have an important project to finish at work, but you procrastinate because you're afraid it's not going to be as good as you know it can be. You want to run a marathon, but you can't bring yourself to start running because you're afraid you're going to suck and feel crappy about yourself. You've been wanting to change careers for years, but you don't do anything about it because you're afraid to take the wrong decision and regret it down the line. We crave certainty. We want to know that the talk is going to be a massive success, that we're going to get the promotion and everyone's going to be happy for us, that the person is going to buy our artwork with a smile, that the project is going to be the best that the company has ever seen, that we will be a successful marathon runner that our new career will be so much more fulfilling. These things might happen, or they might not. It might hurt really bad. But you will never know if you do not try. 
So how do you beat the laziness that's caused by fear? First, you've got to realize that you're not afraid of something that might happen, but you're afraid of the feelings that this thing might create in you. And second, we must be willing to feel it all, the whole breadth of human emotions. You must open your door for joy and pride to come in, but also leave space for sadness and humiliation. Do you see what I mean? You cannot have one without the other. Remember that feelings always pass, just like a storm, and welcome them all without too much attachment if they're good or too much resistance if they're bad. You can develop tools to learn how to do this and make it easier on yourself. This is really important because the willingness to feel it all will allow you to move forward towards your dream even if you're scared. Because you will know that whatever happens, whatever comes up in you, you can deal with it. So, here are the four types of laziness I've observed. The one caused by lack of alignment or important needs being unmet. The one caused by lack of clarity or focus, often disguised as overwhelm. There's also lack of a meaningful reason or lack of a fuel to keep moving. And finally, fear of the emotions that will arise. At the end of the day, laziness is a way to protect ourselves from the unknown. It's a very appealing shield because it's comfortable as hell. Nothing can happen to us while we lie on the couch watching Netflix. Nothing. It's cozy and it's familiar. That's why it's tempting to put ourselves down by claiming that we are quote-unquote lazy. It saves us from having to try. We're off the hook. But don't you make it a part of your identity. Stop saying things like, I am lazy. Laziness is not a character trait. You can experience laziness, but you are not lazy. If you attach yourself to negative mindsets, they're harder to get rid of. I don't want you feeling safe and sorry for yourself. I want you to feel alive. So stop waiting for motivation to come and find ways to create it yourself. When laziness shows up, ask it where it comes from. And instead of using it to hide, use it to get to know yourself and to grow. I will see you next week. And in the meantime, I hope you find the motivation to go towards your dreams. But if you're feeling lazy, Be kind to yourself. It's fine. Try to observe your thoughts and find the source of that laziness. Use it. Use it to get to know yourself. And please don't put yourself down because you're amazing. All right. Have a beautiful week. You just listened to the self Growth Nerds podcast. Make sure to subscribe and to find me on Instagram at self Growth Nerds. If you want individual help developing the confidence to create a more meaningful and exciting life, visit selfgrowthnerds.com today to learn how. Finally, I want to thank my friend Etienne Galano for editing this. And I want to thank you, kind-hearted souls, for growing into your truest, most courageous selves every day and making this world a better, more beautiful place. My name is Marie, and I will talk to you next week.